Welcome to a Delco Nerd Network podcast. I am your host, Anthony Rigucci, and this is Replay, Relive, and Reexperience, or as we like to call it, Re3 is where you guessed it. We do all three of those things to our favorite video game series. In this edition of Re3, we'll be replaying, reliving, and reexperiencing the Halo franchise, starting with Combat Evolved and ending with Halo 5 Guardians. In addition, patient for Halo Infinite in 2021. Hopefully. Hopefully. Here to go on Master Chief Saga with me. You just heard him, Chris Geddes. That's me. And the triple threat, Chris Trio. We're bu- 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 back. Episode 21. Let's. We're legal. Oh, we, we can drink. We can get a this beer. This series can drink. We did it. We're going to take it out for one right after this. We are doing new Mombasa Police Department HQ and Kikawani Station for this uh, episode. Uh, synopsis of NMPD HQ. Like, it doesn't roll off the tongue. It's not like GCPD NMPD. or yeah, LAPD. Yeah. Like, NMPD. NM. NMPD. NMPD. This is the seventh campaign level of ODST and is played from the perspective of Romeo. Romeo, NMPD headquarters three hours after drop. Remember, Rookie wakes up at six. So Rookie's still asleep for three more hours. <laughs> and it's just sleeping. So the idea is they're just knocked out until that time. They, they, like they just knocked out on in, on impact, right? And yeah, he's still in the pod. He's still, yeah, he just knocked out. Yeah. Dossier: Kojo Romeo Agu. Serial number: one four six zero six dash eight five zero nine nine dash K A. Was a UNSC Marine ODST who served during the Battle of Ariel and the Battle of Earth in twenty five fifty two. Better late than never. During the Battle of Earth, he was part of Alpha 9, a squad led by, you guessed it, Edward Buck. And he is currently a member of the Spartan 4 program. I had fucking really? no idea he was oh. a Spartan. So I looked up to see if, like, what he looks like. I don't, if he's referenced in something. But I don't he's think not, he's like, in anything. Hmm. Yeah, that's what I, I was wondering if he was ever seen ever. Actually. No, it doesn't look like he is because I was like, "What the fuck does he mm. look like?" And I'm like, "No concept art or anything." That's weird. He must be mentioned somewhere in a book. I or feel a like comic. if he's gonna show up anywhere, maybe it's be an infinite. infinite. Yeah. That's just in like a weird like ancillary like maybe soon. I wonder yeah. if Buck's gonna be an infinite. I'd like to see Buck. It, what is he? Is he in four? He's in five. He's in five. He's in five. That's yeah, yeah. right. Oh yeah, that's right. He's part of the fucking new squad, right? Yeah. yeah. It's how did I forget? Vale, who's played by Laura Bailey, Buck, Tanaka. Yeah. And he's a sniper, right, Tanaka? I think so. Who's yeah. the fourth? Fred? No, that's Master Chief. No. Mm. Who's that last one? Fred. Hmm. I got it. Who's that last one? Look it up. I am. Buck, Tanaka, Vale. It's a dude. Not June. No. He's alive. Yeah, he's alive. He's 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 you know, hanging out. Yeah. Here we go. Fire team Osiris. Which we'll get into, but yeah, we're jumping, I just, I gotta we're jumping ahead. I gotta know. Lock. Oh it's yeah, lock. I, I I thought we were. Yeah, it's I really thought there was another person in no, there. No, it's fucking lock. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, I, yeah, okay. Fucking lock. Anyway, Romeo was born on Castra Arc. Was born on Castra Arcology in Castra on Madrigal in 2524. His homeworld was glassed by the Covenant when he was only four years old, but he managed to survive the glassing. Before enlisting in 2541, he served in the UNSC commercial fleet. He later became an ODST when he angered the governor uh, of the colony of Castra by having an affair with his wife. Very promiscuous. Oh. Uh, this prompted the governor to call uh, upon people he knew in the UNSC 
who in turn sent Romeo into the ODSTs to keep him away from the governor's wife. Wow. Uh, during this, uh, during his tenure with the ODSDs, Romeo served on various colonial planets such as Coral, Mamor, New Jerusalem, and Beta Gabriel with a remarkable 100% kill rate. Oh, shit. Some trivia. Although born on Magical, Romeo's name appearances... Uh, Rome, Romeo's name and appearance into a Western African descent. Sergeant John Forge and Romeo do not only share the same voice actor, Nolan North... But are alike in yeah. many ways. This, okay. Yeah, I really didn't notice that at all. I've I would criticized even... Nolan North's voice acting recently in like as Tony Stark in Avengers. Yeah. But this, this is where Nolan North shines. When you can't tell, yeah. it's Nolan North. No, I really would not have and guessed that in a million years. And during his earlier days, he does. Like, yeah. he's in a lot of shit and you don't even know. How many fucking years has ODST been out? I never knew he was Romeo. That's insane. Yeah. I never knew he was even in it. Like I said, yeah. crazy. No, yeah, it is crazy. That is a good. That's a crazy one. I will give it to you. Right, it's he a blind sounds side. nothing like like Drake or any of his characters. No, yeah. like I really, he and just again, sounds completely he different. He just has that. Yeah. He has that distinct. Like, and I just played that earlier today. Like I didn't even sort of pick up on that. Right, not even I, sort I, of, yeah. I couldn't have told you that. There was. At all. A, uh, so I looked at, when I looked at the docker. I was like, holy shit, that is Nolan North. Yeah. And then uh, as the cutscenes played, I'm like. Okay, I can hear I bet it, but where like, you, I bet if you're sitting there looking for it, yeah, you will definitely absolutely. notice it. But right. like, he it's, has a distinct voice, and I it's you really different enough pick it up. that you truly would not. I, I didn't question at even all. If you were like, pick which one of the ODST characters is Nolan North, I would have been like, maybe him, only because I wouldn't have recognized his voice. Like, yeah. <laughs> like you know, what I, like it's right. Yeah, interesting. Very so, interesting. Sergeant John Forge is from Halo Wars. If you guys didn't know that. Both of these characters, both Romeo and Forge, have somewhat controversial service records. Both are excellent soldiers, can be quite disrespectful at officers. A similarity in armor can be seen between the two, as both uh, have their left pauldrons are larger than their right. Um, it is unknown if Bungie meant to have the similarity between the two characters. Romeo's helmet, uh, or what appears to have a pair of goggles above the visor, uh, this device's functions, however... Uh, could be used as unknown, although it's theorized that it could be used to improve vision and range while Romeo is sniping, though it is not confirmed. It is possible the device might be used as mounted binoculars for sniping spotting missions. A similar helmet uh, permutation is available in Halo Reach. If one explores through the level New Mombasa streets, they will eventually come across an empty human entry vehicle, or ATV pod, in the middle of a garden uh, with a with a... Uh, silent submachine gun besides it. This is possibly Romeo's, as his pod is never seen in game. When he is first encountered, he's only wielding a sniper and a pistol. It is probably opting to leave behind the standard issue weapon, which he previously expressed some distaste for, ironically, in the first cutscene. Mm -hmm. uh, ironically, an injured Romeo can be seen with an armed uh, an M7S caseless, which is the uh, silenced submachine gun. On the Oni Memorial, which is an Oni Alpha site, one of the, one of the names who died in combat was Chen Agu who is possibly a relative to Romeo. You never actually have Romeo as an ally in-game, uh, safer when he's injured but can't do anything. He can still attack enemies when he is on the Phantom Sturrent, though. Being voiced by Nolan North, Romeo is the only male ODST not voiced by an actor from the TV show Firefly, other than Rookie, whom has no voice actor. So I wonder who did the grunts for him. Yeah. Like, I, he has grunts, but, it, like, maybe it's just an uncredited role. Maybe it might be. Have you looked at the the credits at all and seen if anyone's credited? No. Hmm. 
I mean, I would assume if this is where it would tell me if there was a, yeah. you know, and we already went through rookies thing. It's probably just, I guarantee you, it's probably someone from the suit, someone from the studio who just did grunts, or it's like somebody they pulled in and they just went uncredited. I mean, yeah. do you want to be credited for grunts? Like, uh, uh, yeah, uh, I want my name in. I want my name in those uh, grunts. I want them to know. Uh, I don't yeah, know. no. <laughs> You'd be surprised. A lot of, like, and the entire Metal Gear Solid 1 cast is all using, uh, is it pseudonyms when you go by different names? Yeah. They're all different names. Huh. All of them. Every single one. And um, I just found out that, well, this was during, like, the writer's strike. Paul Eiding, who plays, he's in, he plays Colonel Campbell in Metal Gear Solid 1. He's also, do you remember the show Ben 10? Yeah. yeah. Remember the Grandpa Max? Yep. That's oh. Paul Eiding. Um, and he's in a lot of stuff, too. He, you mean Ben Tennyson? No. Ben Tennyson's Grant Max Tennyson? Um, <laughs> so he's in Resident Evil Revelations as one of the main guys, but he's uncredited. But it's oh, him. Oh, wow. But it, that was during a writer's strike when a lot of them so were... So he were, couldn't be... Cr- yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Or no, could not be That makes sense. Because then that would have gone against like the union rules, right? Like, right. That's they, the he went under yeah. the table to do the job. I, 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 that's usually, I think, why people huh. are doing that. But anyway, that was really off topic. This is our sniper level, obviously, where we will work our way through the new Mombasa Police Department HQ in order to reach Mickey and Dutch, who have crashed on a nearby rooftop. The cutscene begins with a door in the new Mombasa Police, New Mombasa Police Department headquarters. That's such a mouthful <laughs> opening. Uh, Buck immediately takes point while Romeo watches his back. Clear. Yeah. View changes uh, to one of the superintendent's cameras as he watches Buck and Romeo exit to the outside landing pad. We're good. Hey, rookie, you out there? Respond. That's an order. Give it up, Gunny. Even if he ain't dead, he's lost in that soup. Our comms can't cut through that. Bucky stops and turns to Romeo. Oh, give up, huh? What if it were you down there? Just saying, shrugs. I ain't dead. Bucky shakes his head at Romeo as he walks past. Oh, you're a piece of work, Romeo. Mickey, Mickey's and Dutch's uh, NMPD variant Pelican dropship comes in for a landing as Buck flags them down. Welcome aboard, ladies. First stop anywhere but here. Just as a Pelican dropship prepares to land, two Banshee fighters come into view and open fire on the Pelican. Banshee's on your six. Hit the deck. Bucky and Romeo drop to the floor and cover their heads while the Pelican takes a hit from the Banshee's fuel rod cannon. We're losing her. Watch out. The Pelicans spin out of view as Bucky and Romeo's fire at the attacking Banshee fighters. <laughs> Romeo looks around for any other enemy aircraft while Buck activates his comms. Mickey, Dutch, status. Buck depolarizes his visor and puts his hands on Romeo's soldiers. Alive or dead. The camera switches to Romeo's perspective. We're pulling them out. You hear me? Turns away from Romeo and pulls uh, the charge hand on his assault rifle. Make some noise. I got your back. So we jump into our gameplay. The two go back indoors and they have this conversation. Back inside. Let's find that pelican. What about all those Covenant we sidestepped on the way up? Now we get to kill them. Thanks for picking such a tall building. I'm really digging all these steps. Do you ever get tired of bitching, Romeo? You ever get tired of busting my balls? Point taken. Two make their way into the fourth courtyard. Okay, so I kind of jumped ahead. We're fighting this whole time. Nothing's really going on. There's some banter between Romeo and um, and Buck. It's funny how Romeo's such a dick. Yeah. Like like <laughs> I'm even reading this back. Like like he just, just seems to be. So, I he's think so, he's, he's supposed to be the sour. He's the sour guy of the of the group. Yeah, but like even a rookie, like just uh, who gives a shit? Uh, who cares? He's dead. Right. And there's another point of which in Kikawani Station where they're kind of leaving and they're. What happened to Rookie? <laughs> like, like we just we're just we're just not gonna chase after him, are we? Um, 
so yeah, the two make their way to the fourth courtyard and the fourth courtyard and dispatch all the Covenant forces and get back indoors. Gunny, as as Mickey comes in on the radio. Gunny, we moved one of those construction cranes, made a bridge to our location. Affirmative, we're almost there. Romeo and Buck fight their way to the landing pad. Mickey and Dutch's pelican can be seen from a rooftop in a nearby skyscraper. There's a bundle of uh, long girders being held up by a crane that appear to be the only way across. That's the bridge. You gotta be kidding me. What? You afraid of heights? Get Buck, going. Buck and Romeo. Have I been saying Bucky? Yeah, you have. I just noticed that. Yeah. It's all right. I don't know. I if it's been Bucky. all the time. I feel like you've been. I feel like it's been kind of a bit of a wash. I call him Bucky. Because I feel like I've been noticing so. you saying Buck. Have I, I, have I said Bucky a lot? You, you've been saying Bucky. For I'm a gonna bit. listen on. I'm gonna. I'm gonna keep this in, but yeah. I think everyone knows what I mean. <laughs> I hope. Buck and Romeo get, get off the makeshift bridge and enjo- and rejoin Mickey. And Dutch, and there's also Mickey. Mickey, Mickey Finn. Yeah. Dutch, rejoin Mickey and Dutch and a couple of NMPD officers on a rooftop littered with various heavy weapons. So walking across this bridge, and the, when the pelicans come by and it shakes, that's, I don't, I don't remember that. No, all. it's, yeah, I, I don't remember like this. Honestly, I don't remember most of these levels. This yeah. is my favorite level. Yeah. yeah, I like this level. Like the, Especially I like the, the end. The I like off on the... That holdout is like... You know, we've done this kind of thing before, but like for some reason, I really like that. No, it was a, it was a cool location. Mm-hmm. I think for like sure. A rooftop. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we're starting off with Buck. What's our situation? Birds wasted. Lost the pilot on impact. Rest of us are okay. Not for long. Phantoms inbound. As Romeo. <laughs> Why am I not surprised? <laughs> Pick a turret, Romeo. Conserve your ammo. This is gonna get hot. Look out, Banshee. Phantom coming in left. The squad holds out against the Covenant Phantoms, Banshees, Brutes the whole nine yards. Uh, the song Skyline plays during this, which I'm probably going to insert right here. Uh, the Phantom, the Phantom. So after after like a, a, decent, a long holdout, yeah, after it a is. long battle, the Phantom dropship swoops down and drops a hammer wielding brute chieftain. Scatter! The chieftain kills the NNPD officer with his hammer and Romeo fires at the chieftain with his sniper rifle, collapsing its shield. A shockwave from the hammer sends the sniper back into the barrier and the chieftain. Using its hammer's bladed end, brings it down on Romeo's chest. Romeo attempts to shield himself using the sniper rifle, but the blade easily bends and it penetrates Romeo's armor and chest. Romeo cries in pain and starts gasping for breath. The sniper, the mission beacon, gets caught on the chieftain hammer and throws it off, sending the mangled weapon into the streets below. Which, mind you, are really fucking high. You are, like, really goddamn high. Above the clouds. This is, like, not a normal building. (laughs) Very future building, This This gun fell a fucking long way down. Uh, giving out a victorious roar, the chieftain prepares to finish Romeo, but Buck jumps on its back and stabs it in the throat with his combat knife. As the chieftain chokes and gurgles while stumbling around the landing pad, Mickey tries to get a clean shot on it with his shotgun, but is unable to. Thus, he tackles the chieftain to the ground, manages to knock the chieftain's helmet off, and Dutch shoulder charges it, finishing the brute. Dutch cocks his fist as if boxing while Mickey gets back up. Buck, who's still under the dead chieftain, waves his hand out. Get this thing off of me. Dutch and Mickey exchange looks and help Buck up with the dead with the dead brute. Buck takes his combat knight out of the brute's neck, shakes some blood off, uh, which hits which hits Dutch and cleans it off of his arm. Romeo begins to cough and wheeze, and Mickey immediately tends to him. 
How bad? Romeo depolarizes his visor and takes his hand off the womb. Ugh, not good. Unlegendary. The blood sprays out of Romeo's injured chest as it, as he says this. We're going to... As as Mickey. We're going to get you out of here. Dutch gestures towards the crass pelican. Not by air, we're not. It's all right. Buck helps Romeo and uses himself as a support. Ugh. I know another way. Switches to the superintendent camera who is watching the ODSTs help their injured squad mates. We fade to back. We fade back. Fades back to the rookie. And that is the end of our level. Some trivia. The crash pelic uh, police pelican contains a ridiculously large amount of ordnance, including turrets and their cases, Spartan lasers, and even racks of rocket launchers of the spare ammo. How the police department obtained heavy weapons is unknown, although it is possible that the pelican was carrying munitions meant for the UNSC. Uh, this cutscene is the first instance in a Halo game of a brute using the bladed side of the gravity hammer, although the first time it is seen is in Halo Landfall. Likewise, the scene also shows the first uses of a combat knife in any Halo game. Interesting. And it's cool that we talked about landfall in Halo 3, mm -hmm. so it all kind of comes back. Buck stabbing the chieftain in the neck may have also inspired the Spartan assassination of an elite in Halo Reach. The cutscene of them fighting down the brute, that's it's like... It, uh, it, it's awesome. It shows like how kind of powerless is like... A regular regular people against, against the a brute. brute. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah you're it took three of them basically to take Easy. it down. Yeah, and they yeah. got and he got one of them. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, he it, it, got it, two. Yeah. Killed that MPD guy. And getting that fucking thing in the shoulder that would hurt. I can't. Ugh. Dude, we'll t we'll talk about Romeo's injury, but like like he says later, he punctured a lung. Yeah, which be, makes even dead. like and it's funny even like the he the, would like, not be alive long. Well, the, that's the thing. If you punctured a lung, you'd like you'd need to get that fixed almost immediately. Right. Yeah, and like, like in the in, for Kikawani Station, one of the trivia things is like, it doesn't make sense how two hours go by and like. And Romeo's that's when still he's alive. like, <gasps> and they right. still like, haven't even that, used the the bio. Phone, that, that, the bio they, they don't phone. use that until two hours later on. Yeah. It? Yeah. A little, yeah, a little bit of a stretch. Yeah. Uh, so we do our Mumabasa loop. Do the new Mombasa loop. No stone unturned plays here, and we are finding our final flashback item for our final flashback level. We find the biofoam canister outside Kikawani Station. So let's do it. The eighth campaign level of ODST, Kikawani Station. In this level, we take control of Buck. Chronologically, this is the last flashback mission of the game. It's also the last time you play as any other of the squad members other than Rookie. Buck, Kikawani Station, five hours after drop. Cutscene opens as the squad approaches the entrance of Kikawani Station. Buck is helping Romeo to walk while Mickey jumps the rail to scout ahead. We're almost there. Romeo starts to have difficulty breathing and protests. <gasps> Put me down. Put me down for a sec. Bucky puts Romeo against the wall. Dutch, medkit. Uh, Dutch kneels down. Buck looks through Dutch's pack uh, for a medkit. What's wrong with him? He's got a punctured lung. Can't breathe. Romeo begins coughing and choking. Buck finds a biofoam canister and fills the wound with biofoam. Uh, Romeo takes in several deep breaths. Better? <sighs> now what? Trains around underground up to the old city. We're going to find one of the tunnels. Walking out of here. Romeo pulls the canister out. <sighs> You're going to carry me all that way, sweetheart? Was planning on it, but now that you're feeling better... A phantom suddenly flies overhead, carrying some engineers underneath. Get the door! Dutch reaches inside the ticket booth and hits the button to close the security shutter. 
the view switches to the superintendent's camera. It watches the phantom fly away, then shows a confused face uh, at the, at the uh, shutter. Superintendent, lost and found item, disabling security shutter. The shutter stops uh, just before fully closed. Uh, the view switches back to the ODSD. Buck offers Romeo a hand, uh, and Romeo places the empty canister in Buck's hand. Romeo gets up, and Buck casually tosses the canister away, uh, where it rolls under the door for Rookie to find later. Gunny, you're going to want to see this. Buck, Dutch, and Romeo head down the stairs into the tunnel. The view switches to another superintendent camera. This one in the tunnel. It shows the tunnels have been flooded. The camera then starts to zoom in on the squad. The avatar showing a happy face. The view switches to them as Buck looks around. This means we're screwed, right? The camera then shows two trains, one apparently damaged, before returning to the squad. Buck looks up. Not yet. They watch a phantom pass by and then switch to Buck's point of view. Wait here. We're going to steal that ride. It's landing. Now's our chance. Mickey, you're with me. Mickey looks and shrugs. Bucks nods. And we jump into our gameplay, and Mickey goes, Gunny, I can fly a pelican, but a phantom? It's been years since I ran... Uh, it's been years since I even ran a simulation. Well, let's see what you remember, Trooper. Move! So that is our current objective. We are going to steal a phantom and leave New Mombasa. Buck and Mickey advance, engaging Covenant troops. Dropped off by uh, the Phantom and another that lands soon after, dropping off some Hergok, which are, again, engineers. The second Phantom leaves after it. Uh, af the second Phantom leaves after it drops its truce, but the first stays. Mickey says, Gunny, more of those floating squid. Should we smoke them? They're between us and that Phantom. What do you think? I find it interesting that they don't know what an engineer is. And I'm thinking of it in the context of... Engineers are only used on ships. I guess the brutes started using them as weapons or on battlefields. Mm -hmm. Like, but like, and I still barely understand what they are by the end of this. Like, I don't know. Like, it, it just seems like right. Yeah. I they're just like you know we. They're we, just we, other members of the covenant. No, not, they're, not even the, the, like, no, no, they're not. They're they're just like things made by the forerunners that they're just using to fix their ships, and then they like decide to make them suicide bombers. They're not members of the Covenant. Oh, gotcha, they're just, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, they're just being used. But like in, in, in First Strike, in the book, like they're in that, and that's right after CE, but they're encountered on the ships. Like They're just controlling mm. the ships, doing what they do. So I guess... And like again, Halo Wars is like before the first game, but like again, Retcon, it's like they're in that. They were supposed to be in Halo CE, but they were cut... Right. Yeah. So it's just kind of like, I'm like, what? Like, what are we doing? Right. Yeah. Are the brutes just using them as weapons now? Or like, is that kind of always, I guess it somewhat has always been the case. But like, again, like, why wouldn't they know what they are? I feel like they would, right? Yeah, they wouldn't know. know what like every member of the covenant is to some extent, whether if they seen them or not. Yeah. Uh, just found it kind of interesting. And I mean, Buck's been fooling around with Veronica and they would have happened to have shared some information. You know, I feel like she would have to know. Before she a little foreshadow right there. Huh? Eventually Ooh, on our way sizzle. eventually on our way through the station, we will run into a Hergok recharge station. So these are these things. These big things, yeah. Right. Uh, the Hergok recharge station, also referred to as Squid Houses, is a static energy station for the Hergoks, or the engineers, to rest and repair each other in the middle of a battle. However, if it takes enough fire, it will set off a large explosion, damaging anything and anyone in its radius. There are four arms that can fit four engineers into each. There's a hatch at its center of the station for picking them up and dropping them into the station. thought that was interesting. I never knew what those things actually were. Mm -hmm. I knew, like, engineers were in them, but I, I just 
you, you know, see pelicans like I didn't really understand what they were. That's what I saw. I was wondering what that was. They had those like weird things on yeah. them too. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Bucky makes his uh, Bucky. Buck makes his way into the Banshee, heads to the other end of the tunnel, and spots a scarab uh, near the next door. Troopers, I got bad news. What? You were really going to make us walk out of this city? We got a scarab right by our exit. Ah, uh, this is the best mission ever. Take out its legs and it'll stop moving, Gunny. Bucky. F- uh, Bucky. Bucky. God. Buck fires at one of Bucky? the scarab. No. <laughs> Buck fires at one of the scarab's legs, immobilizing it. Get behind it. Shoot it in the ass. The squad heads into the last tunnel. Well, we destroy it. That's our only scarab in the game. Trio. I sat there for about 10 minutes oh, God. not understanding where I was supposed to go next. I was like, gotta, am I missing Covenant? Am I get? Yeah, no, I was in a Banshee. I was like, did I not kill one? I thought there was like supposed to be another like checkpoint and then like, all right, we got to uh, go here. You didn't but hit the door. I, I went, I finally did. I was like, do I just, oh, I just opened the fucking door. God yeah, damn it. Yeah, like, to go down. Again, communication This is the mission I'm talking about That's where I'm it saying, really like, doesn't. Not great communication. I. This is definitely the worst level in the game. Mm-hmm. I, I, I want it super fucking dark. Yeah, you yes. barely see anything, mm-hmm. and I think it just kind of like takes away from like whatever the atmosphere of this level is supposed to be because it's like just a bunch of like dark walls yeah. and shit. Like, and it's like in the funny the first room you go into, like it's open, but like I couldn't even tell you if like the rest of the the station is open like that. Like I can't tell if you're underground or what. But yeah, like, it's a bit confusing. Not a good level. No. I think it's definitely like I wouldn't I wouldn't say like every well, level. I think in this they game do that is... because you're basically just in a banshee the whole time. And you can kind I will of, like... say I like the banshee a lot. I do too. Yeah. And I yeah. For some reason, well, yeah. for some reason, I thought it was I was zipping around. No, it like, is. I was I turning fast. Definitely played well. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, yeah. The only banshee level in the game. Only time you can get a banshee. Yeah. yeah. So I tried getting. I, I shot someone out of a banshee on, well, on top of the building, and the banshee landed. I tried to get in. And I couldn't. It wouldn't yeah. let you. Yeah. I was like, God damn it. I would break the whole level. Yeah. Well, because they need. I'm confused though. Because like, you're talking about the the police headquarters, right? Yeah. Yeah. You like can just if fly you, right to. Right. Uh, just no, like... I meant once I got at the end with the brute. Oh, oh okay. I yeah. guess I wouldn't break the level necessarily. Yeah. Yeah. That's funny though. Yeah. I didn't think yeah, but that, if you yeah. did it earlier, you yeah, could just be, be yeah, like, just all right, like, yeah, fuck you, fuck yeah. you, Buck. Fuck um, Buck. <laughs> the squad heads into the last tunnel, which is covered with recharge stations. Ah, damn! We hit the squid jackpot. Take him out, Gunny, so we can get through. Stay clear. This is going to be one hell of a chain reaction. The explosion from the recharge stations reaches outside as Buck and the others burst through. Buck flies up to the Phantom, exits the Banshee, and is picked up by the ground lift. The Banshee falls in the water. That is such a... The way he exits cool. that yeah, Banshee. he just jumps out the back. <laughs> like, what like, a risky move. I know. <laughs> like, Can't like, you just attach a Banshee onto those? Isn't that the whole thing? Like, don't they, like, carry uh, them in sometimes? I know they carry in the wraiths and stuff. I mean, I guess you could assume they could pick up a Banshee if they really no, but wanted yeah, to. Yeah, so I thought it was That's too much. You're, you're the way pick- he, like, jumped out and uh-huh. stuff. Picking at the logic. Fuck. <laughs> Keep her steady, Mickey. To Romeo. You doing okay? Just glad we didn't go with your first plan. Look at those tunnels. The ones that aren't flooded are probably packed with buggers. Hell, I wouldn't go down there if you ordered me to. Uh, This triggers a memory for Buck. Come on, Veronica. What could be more important than that carrier? My orders and Buck call me Captain. Buck suddenly realizes where Dare could be. Mickey, turn around. Find a safe place to set us down. What? Why? I lost something. Now I know where to find her. Mickey turns dun, dun. the Mickey turns the phantom around and heads back into the city. The cutscene ends and we fade to black. So it's interesting. They don't even like talk about rookie. That's what I was gonna yeah, say. Like, really I was gonna to say, and they're like, 
And they're leaving. They're like, they full, were gone. Yeah, leaving. no, they're like, like they're leave, leave a man behind. Fuck it. Yeah, and they're like, just like, it's so funny though. On a whim, yeah, we're going back. Yeah. <laughs> like you just like, spent, right. you just spent all this time trying to get out, and like you're going back. It's it's kind of weird. It it's is. Like, it's very jarring. Yeah, it absolutely like, is. What? It's just like I mean, like I understand if you're like just remembering something, but, but like, it's like come on, you're very like we're Not out. <laughs> like you want to go back now? It's like yeah. it's just kind of like. I don't know. I know. They don't it's give so you like uh, they don't give you a good enough reason no, they to don't. turn around. And maybe so, if they were maybe like, by the end, I guess is the idea. You get that kind of payoff, but in the moment, it's a bit confusing. Right? Maybe if they were like, we got to go back for rookie. Like that would have been a little bit better. Him. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. And, they, and they add that into the reason. I agree. One hundred percent. For a girl, simp. He's simping. Simp. Yeah. Big I just, simp. I just yelled out a little loud. Sorry. That's all right. Some trivia for the level. This is the only level where we see the recharge stations. Uh, this is the only campaign level to not have a firefight mission set in it, which is like ODST stuff. I, I feel That's like interesting. every level said, you do this level, you unlock this firefight mission. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, just get rid of that. Mm-hmm. This is the last flashback mission and the only time where you get to fly a Banshee in the campaign. We already said that. Second time you're playing as Buck as well. It is rather implausible that Romeo was able to survive two hours with a punctured lung before he started having problems breathing and needed biofoam. However, biofoam only lasts a few hours, so they could have simply uh, been reapplying it as the, as well as finally figuring it out uh, the extent of his injuries. So no, that was that was interesting. I was like, if it was like two minutes after that he got injured, been, and he's like sitting there. Sure. He's like, that makes more sense. Right. But, yeah, no, but again, I, it's just like maybe they were putting it on the whole time yeah, as, they, as they were walking. An interesting Easter egg uh, was left in Kikawani Station where a 2D render of Marty O'Donnell uh, is in here. And it show, uh, that shows and plays music. Who is Marty O'Donnell? He's the composer. Oh. Gotcha. One of them. Marty O'Donnell and Michael Salvatore. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. Okay. Salvatore. Interesting. Dutch's line... Payback's a bitch may have been an inspiration from one of Emil's lines for, for uh, when you're previewing his voice in the armory in Halo Reach. This is the only level in ODST to feature a scarab, uh, and the player is required to destroy it. You can actually finish this level without a banshee. If you get a Furod gun from somewhere in the level with at least eight ammo and shoot the recharge stations with that instead of the banshee. Uh, however, in the final cutscene, they will show you in a banshee. Furod gun? I thought it was a Furod cannon. It's gun. It's colloquially the gun, <laughs> but I always have called it the, the Fruad Cannon. Did they change that? Is that a no. Mandela effect? Are we all cr- going crazy? I, oh, my God. Right? Like, <laughs> you imagine? I, like, I, I think it like, is. I think you're right. Like I, most people refer to it as Furad Cannon. Like, I, that's I feel what, that's like I always I, remember that, too. Yeah, absolutely. But it's called a Furad Gun. It just doesn't sound as nice. It it's, it's the multiverse layering into each other sometimes. It just happens. And that is the end of our episode 21. One more for Reach. Or, sorry, for ODST. Well, then Reach, right? Then Reach. Oh, only got three I'm more so left, excited. gentlemen. ODST has gone quick. I mean, we've only done... This is our second yeah. recording session. It's only like a six and a half hour campaign. It's really yeah, nothing. It's not it's long. Nothing and again, we, we, there wasn't really like much meat. Like mm-hmm. we there Again, there's nothing new with Halo 3 much. It's our main characters are new and the engineers. And that's pretty much it. And yeah. like a gun. We don't have a battle rifle. You know, there's some stuff taken out. That um, is interesting. Like and, We might have talked about this before, but with the battle rifle... What was the specific reason? I think that this? SMG is so much more powerful than the base SMG. They had to take. I it noticed out. how much it's funny it's this so time around. Good. I do notice it's so like cool, yeah. especially if you just burst it. Like it's it's mm-hmm. it never moves. They, like you just see. You think maybe they would take out the AR? That's what I was thinking. Because it's it's uh, the automatic. same thing. Yeah. Right. Exactly, yeah. I I. I don't mind. I don't no no no. Don't I'm actually surprisingly not missing it. It was just more of right. an interesting thing of like oh yeah I noticed I haven't picked up a, a, a battle rifle this mm-hmm. whole time, but yeah guys. 
I think that covers it for this episode of Halo 3 ODST, our fun little re three, as we like to call them. Uh, thank you guys so much for listening. You can find this podcast anywhere podcasts are found. Just search Delco Nerd Network. We are on all these social media pages. Just search Delco Nerd Network. We have a Facebook page as well. Search our name up on there. We are at Delco Nerds on all the social media stuff. You can find all this information on our website, DelcoNerdNetwork.com. We have a Discord. We have an email address, which you can also find there, uh, DelcoNerds at gmail.com. You can email us comments, questions, or concerns. We'd be happy to get back to you. But for Gooch, for Chris, I've been Trio. Thanks for watching, guys. Stay nerdy, and we will see you next time. Listening. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) Nice.